Life Audio. Just ahead on Encouragement for You, Dan Cathy of Chick-fil-A on Mastering Your Work and Christian Life Coach Todd Nivens discusses Running on Empty. Welcome to the Encouragement for You podcast, brought to you by Encouragement Communications in association with the Salem Web Network and is part of the Life Audio Faith Toolkit series. For more inspirational, faith-affirming podcasts, visit lifeaudio.com. In just a moment, your host, Don Hawkins, will introduce today's episode. First, a word from our sponsors. Well, good day to you. It's Joel with The King Country dropping in to let you know that our brand new film, Unsung Hero, is in theaters now. It's Luke here. We've teamed up with the creators of Jesus Revolution to bring you this adventure of a lifetime. It's a powerful, true story about a family uniting, growing in their faith, and facing the impossible together. In theaters now, unsunghero.movie for more information. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. What impacts you every day? There is one book that influences almost every aspect of our lives. Museum of the Bible reveals the Bible's impact on your favorite musicians and artists, the way we measure time, social justice, our national monuments, and more. The Bible's impact is all around you. Discover how at museumofthebible.org impact. For many people, work is the most difficult part of their lives. But Chick-fil-A founder Truett Cathy says if you find a job you love, you'll never have to work a day in your life. Truett's son Dan Cathy served as Chick-fil-A's CEO for many years, and he talks with host Don Hawkins about mastering your work. I've heard a lot of people, Dan, uh, actually say, my work would be great if it weren't for the people I have to work with. Uh, speak to that issue, if you will. Yeah, I've, I've heard I've heard people even in retail stores that say, "Hey, this place would be a great place to work if it wasn't for the customers." Oh, you know, oh, the, oh. <laughs> wow! They come in and in the door. That uh, grieves me to hear somebody even jokingly say something like that. But uh, you know, it takes a lot of patience and a lot of compassion uh, to learn how to work effectively with other people. I mean, we. People that walk in, whether they're customers that come in the front of the door or they're, they're fellow employees that come in the back door, you know, they come to work with skin on. They, they, they come in with all kind of challenges and personal issues that are going on in their work. And I think leaders, Don, have to be like shock absorbers in a way. They have to be able to kind of take it. And, um, you know, it takes some things maybe that they aren't deserving of, but they hear it, but rather than react to it or respond you know, immediately to it, you just kind of have to realize, hey, you know, I don't know what's going on in this person's life. Uh, what about the person who says, you know, my big problem is my boss. My boss is is frustrating, is intolerant, and, and whatever I seem to do just doesn't seem to be good enough. Uh, what advice do you have for, for the average worker for getting along with his or her boss? Well, that's kind of getting you getting you ready for marriage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, right. I, I shouldn't say I shouldn't be negative in that way, and I don't really mean to be negative, but there is a ch- sense in which, you know, God prepares us through the tough relationships that we have to to get us ready for an extra depth of of patience and compassion and understanding. 
that we need to have in other even family relationships. So, you know, I would say, number one, don't try to necessarily get out or escape from underneath the pressure that um, of, a, of a difficult boss that you may be working with. I think that's the easy way out. You know, you can run down the road, but golly, there's a good chance you run down the road and, and get a job someplace else. Yep. You may walk into the same situation or worse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, the better thing to do is, is just to be patient, hang in there, and realize that God may be teaching you some things. I remember working for a guy, Don, that I worked with for, for a long time, and he was a very difficult guy to work for yeah. in, a, in a lot of ways. He was not mean-spirited uh, at all, but he was just very demanding. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I realized, that, hey, I needed to get my act together. I needed to sharpen up on some things. This was good for me. I needed this. And deep down inside my heart, I knew that God had a purpose for me dealing, working with this individual that was just a tough individual to work for. But I learned so much. And uh, as time went on, we just developed just a great relationship. I'm glad I didn't give up uh, and and quit and just kind of run out the door as at times I was sometimes tempted to. So God may be working on some of the listeners right now that are working for tough bosses and and saying, hey, you know, this is an opportunity. Hey, think of it this way. You know, your, your compassionate, kind, graceful spirit Maybe just what God needs to use to soften the heart of a crusty, a hard, belligerent, outspoken, take advantage of you kind of boss that you might have. Yeah. Uh, so that may be part of it as well. And it may be, Dan, that uh, uh, that leads us to another very important area that we want to consider in terms of work, and that is to what degree uh, can you or should you uh, share your Christian faith at work? Well, that's a great thing, and, and certainly today we're we're faced with this whole issue of what's politically correct. We've, you know, school teachers, golly, they're to the point they can't even have prayer or a verse of scripture, you know, in the public high school today. And, you know, we we certainly need to be prayerful and mindful of, of what, you know, where the lines really are. In fact, I had an opportunity, Don, I don't know if I've ever even told you this, that I had a an opportunity to testify at a congressional hearing in Washington, D.C., hmm. on the issue of faith in the marketplace. Have I ever showed you that? No, you haven't. Story? I'm eager to hear this, Yeah, in Danny. fact, it was your own uh, Senator Howell Heflin, who was yeah, from Alabama. Mm-hmm. from Alabama, that called me and asked me to come. This was a, a time in which the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission was having some new rules of interpretation on the issues of religious expression in the workplace. And the, the net interpretation of that law was that if there was something that anybody had that could potentially be offensive, this is the way the wording was, potentially offensive to someone of a different faith in that workplace, then it was the employer's responsibility to basically sanitize the entire workplace wow. of any expression of, of religious faith. And uh, under the wise counsel of a lot of folks that testified at that hearing, Thank goodness our senators realized that this was an affront to our First Amendment rights of religious freedom and religious expression. And uh, we realized this was going into a track that would have had a, an effect of eliminating you from, from working and having a cross on your lapel, or if you had a, you know, uh, an expression of a Hanukkah celebration, or regardless of what your faith was, whether it Muslim, Jewish, Methodist, Baptist, Pentecostal, whatever, just even a simple Bible sitting on your yeah. desk uh, would have had to have been eliminated. So thank goodness that we we are not prohibited uh, in the workplace from expressing our faith. However, we are called upon to use good, 
judgment and good mm. yeah. wisdom and to be winsome and to win favor with people. And I think that's kind of what Jesus did. He mm-hmm. he operated in such a way that he was even invited to the tax collector's Christmas party because he didn't have a judgmental attitude toward other people. And he enjoyed being there. They enjoyed having him. But by having that relationship open the door to having a more intimate discussion about spiritual things, I'm sure, as time went along. Boy, and and to think about the opportunities that we have, Dan, the scripture that comes to my mind, I think about Jesus as an example. Then I think about Paul's exhortation to walk in wisdom toward those who are outside the faith, redeeming the time because the days are evil, and making the most of every opportunity is sort of the paraphrase I know you and I both have heard of that verse about redeeming the time. A very important word for us at work. Yeah, absolutely. And thank goodness the Bible is just chock full of of great advice. The the Bible is so practical about uh, the way in which it it shares with us. And as you know, one of my absolute all-time favorites, uh, verse of scriptures, Colossians three twenty-three. Yeah. Uh, the best way to witness, I think, on the marketplace, in the marketplace, is by the excellence of our work. And, and people may say, "Well, that's a cop out." That's not a cop out. No. You know, when you and I come to work on time, when we're dressed out, our shoes are polished, uh, and we go the extra mile to take care of our our work, to keep our work area clean and neat. When we go out of way to help out other people and kind of cover up for them, or maybe even their shortcomings. That's the kind of workplace evangelism by being excellent that gives us the credibility that people are willing to listen to you know, other things that we might want to share. We'll be back with more after a brief word from our sponsors. And don't forget to listen for Dawn's live weekend talk show, Encouragement Live, heard Saturdays at 7.05 p.m. Central Time on American Family Radio and other radio stations around the country, as well as on the worshipchannel.org. What impacts you every day? There is one book that influences almost every aspect of our lives. Museum of the Bible reveals the Bible's impact on your favorite musicians and artists, the way we measure time, social justice, our national monuments, and more. The Bible's impact is all around you. Discover how at museumofthebible.org impact. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Sometimes the cause is work, or there may be other factors. Maybe you're feeling like you're running on empty. If so, 
Christian life coach Todd Nivens and host Don Hawkins have some encouragement for you. You have listed some of the things that people are facing today, hard situations, stressful right. situations. Um, and, and the Isaiah passage tells us that God's aware of these, so there's no reason to hide them or pretend like, yeah. you know, we're doing okay. Um, one of the things we talked about, oh, it's been almost a year ago now, was the death of my father, was yeah. mm-hmm. death and, and grief. And uh, that that just saps so much yeah. of what you have to give. And even continues on. I'm I'm still a year later, still mm-hmm. working through grief of yeah. my father, and it's part of that thing that takes yeah. up my energy. And don't let anybody tell you that if the death was a year ago or six months ago or two years ago, you ought to be over. It. There right. is no verse in the Bible, Todd, that says thou shalt no. get over it. No, it's not. But in matter it. of fact, I've discovered a couple of things about the process of grief. One is yeah. well, actually, three things. One is. Uh, nobody goes through it in the same order yeah. as mm-hmm. other folks. I mean, yeah. there's just not an order, and we say it's always going to come in this way. Um, but there are some things we know do happen, but sometimes they happen in a different order. Yeah. The other thing is, uh, if we say, well, I'm I'm just not going to grieve, you know, um, it's done, I'm going to move on, then then we just, we, we don't stop grief. Uh, we don't stop the effects of grief. We just stop the process and we get stuck right there yeah Mm -hmm. Uh, the other thing i know is this i also know people who say oh i'm just going to push through it i'm going to grieve 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 then i'll be done and i'll get past it Uh, it doesn't work you can push too hard yeah and what happens is because it does take time and there is not it doesn't won't happen on your time schedule (laughs) yeah you can get stuck in grief trying to push through grief. Yeah. You may be stuck in grief. You may be trying to push through grief. You may just really be having a hard time with a loss. And But it could be something else besides that. Maybe it's not a death. Maybe it's an illness. Uh, we yeah. we have to deal with those as well, Todd. Right. Um, well, and just uh, it, it can be a chronic illness mm-hmm. or yeah. it can be, uh, you know, something chronic, just something that continues on yeah. and on and you're yeah. – your health level will is forever been changed, and now you've yeah. got to adjust to that that level now. Yeah. And there's a sense of grief in that too, the, the yeah. sense of loss in that. Mm. Um, here's the other side of that: maybe you're not ill, maybe you're caring for someone who Ooh, is. Yes, mm-hmm. and boy, uh, I've been there uh, caring for my father-in-law, who was a quadriplegic after a car wreck, and. Yeah. And caring for my father after he had a heart attack, and um, because of diabetes, also had to have some uh, amputation done, and and how that changes your life. And so maybe you're a caregiver of someone who is sick or or has an illness or has um, some type of disability, and boy, I understand how much energy that takes, and it just seems like you never have enough. Um, you need a way, an, an outsource, a way to yeah. to to get away and to recharge. You need maybe you just need someone to talk to about it, just so that you mm. can express what you're feeling. Because you, yeah. you may not want to say that to the person you're taking care of, you're just trying to spare them of 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 how you really are feeling and the the toll it's taking on you. And sometimes we just need someone to talk to about. Yeah. It. 
Uh, Todd, another factor in this day and time for many people in robbing them of energy and hope and strength is the financial crisis we find ourselves in. And a lot of people going through financial hardship today. It's amazing how in just a few days, a few weeks, all the things we've put our trust and hope in just go south (laughs) sometimes. We think that, you know, maybe God has forsaken us or or isn't going to be there for us. Isaiah 13, uh, chapter 13, verses 5 and 6 says, Make sure that your character is free from the love of money, Mm. being content with what you have. For he himself has said, I will never desert you, nor will I ever forsake you. So that we can confidently say, the Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. What will men do to me? That fear factor is so often there, the anxiety factor. And it's it's fascinating to look at Paul's instruction about that in Philippians 4. Be anxious for nothing. And literally, he says, stop being anxious for anything. And it's in the context of God providing all his needs. He says, in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And he says, the peace of God that surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And that's where we're attacked, is our hearts and our minds. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, the, we we our heart is kind of the center of hope and and yeah. love and all those kinds of things and yeah. and our mind is where Satan wants to get a hold of us and attack us and um, I, I love what Zig Ziglar used to say and we've got to erase the the old tapes we've yeah. got to erase the stinking thinking and and to do that means we've got to gain a new perspective and and uh, biblical counsel and um, putting around us people who can can help us see and gain God's perspective of things is so important, yeah. uh, especially when we're kind of lost in the trees and in the yeah. forest and mm-hmm. can't find our way out. Katie is listening in Michigan. Thanks, Katie, for your call. Go ahead. Hi. Hi. Guys, how are you doing? Doing great. Nice um, to hear from you. Thank you. My question is, um, I have been diagnosed with something called fibromyalgia, and I was told by my supervisor at work that's not a real condition and they would not give me i had to try five times to Mm. get even um, a family leave act the doctor wanted me to um relax my life has been very stressful but it has Mm. just been wonderful the way that god has given people the opportunity to bless us and i remember just you know praying saying lord you know i i've planted seeds my whole life i really would like a harvest now so my question is can you guys help me in some way is is this a mental issue for me i don't i don't see myself as well let let me say this to you um if it's not real then someone needs to tell my mother that she doesn't have it and my wife as well because (laughs) it's awful yeah and i have a daughter who has it as well Okay, well, the, the Bible says not to worry about your clothes or your food or what you're going to eat or drink or sleep right. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but on the other hand, I have an $800 from last year heating bill that's not been paid for. My husband is still trying to get on a disability. I'm mm. the only one working. Yeah. I'm driving mm. an hour away. Yeah. You know, I just, I could go on and on. It's, it's, that's really insignificant. Multiple stresses. I, now, we, we're hearing uh, you, though. We, we're certainly hearing you. My cup runneth over. Yeah. Um, and we are going through a merger at our hospital, and they look at anybody with any kind of fatality of any sort and say, ooh, time to go. Mm. So no matter how I feel, I have to go to work. Yeah. So I, my question is, what, 
is fibromyalgia? I can't get a real answer. And is my supervisor right in saying that is not a real condition? I don't believe so. I don't think so. If it's not real, I feel the pain. Well, I don't think your supervisor is right to say that. And I think, you know, there are some good medical sources. Uh, You can look on WebMD.com. You can look at some of the other websites. Uh, Irony of it is, I work at a hospital. Yeah, yeah. but they're again living in a working in a hospital so doesn't guarantee that they'll appreciate all the medical disorders right. and problems. And, and a lot of this is is fairly new information. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I know uh, Doctor Minron has, has really helped my mom. He's put her on yeah. some medication, and I'm not a doctor, so I can't yeah. make recommendations on <laughs> medication. But right. but he has given her some medication that has increased her quality of life probably by 95%. So there is hope for this. There is hope not only to get information uh, to help you deal with it with your employer, but, Kate, there is also the hope of getting some help so that you will be a stronger, more vital, Katie. You'll be able to take care of some family things, but most important, you will feel better and renew your strength. I want you to claim that verse, Isaiah 40, 31. Lord, you know what Katie has been through and what she's dealing with. And Father, our heart just goes out to her for the multiple stressors, the fibromyalgia, which has pain and fatigue and all of those symptoms, and then to be told it's just a figment of her imagination or it doesn't exist. Uh, Lord, and to have her job threatened because of that. And then, Father, the other stressors, uh, driving so far to work and having a husband with disability and Lord, you understand the the heating bill that's there and all of these things, and we just want to bundle them all up and roll those burdens over to you and lay them at your feet. Thankful, Lord, that you've promised to take care of us. Lord, this dear lady is your child. She's your person. She's the sheep of your pasture. So, Lord, we just uh, would ask you to care for her as only you can do and to meet these needs. Father, we just again ask you to sustain her, give her the encouragement that she needs from this time together. And we pray this for your glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Isn't it fun to be royalty? It is. We're daughters and sons of the king. We are indeed. My husband husband bought me a tiara, and he said, every time you stop feeling Mm. like you're not part of the kingdom, you need to put your crown back on. (laughs) That is great. Wonderful. You have a good husband. Your husband is a dear brother. That, That is outstanding. Thanks so much, Katie, for your call. Thank you for listening to this episode of Encouragement for You with Don Hawkins, host of Encouragement Live Radio and author of over 25 books, including Never Give Up and Master Discipleship Today. You can find more about Don and his books at encouragementlive.org. Encouragement for You is a production of Encouragement Communications with the Salem Web Network and lifeaudio.com. Editing by Phil Gebers, production by Elizabeth Andrade. If you enjoyed what you heard today, we'd love for you to head over to your favorite podcast app and leave us a review. It really does help people find us. Let me take just a second to thank the team at Life Audio for their partnership with us on Encouragement for You. If you go to lifeaudio.com, you'll find dozens of other faith-centered podcasts in their network. They've got shows about prayer, Bible study, parenting, and more. Stay encouraged and join us next time for Encouragement for You. Hi, I'm Zach. And I'm Randy. And we're from Salty Saints Podcast. We're a theology and apologetics podcast. To find out more, subscribe at lifeaudio.com.